Nortman across ESPN Wisconsin as he does every Thursday at this time. Well, 3.30 or 3.45 depending. We like to be flexible. Is Jason Wildy of Wildy and Tausch, which you can hear across these very stations from 9 to noon. Jason, welcome to the program. Ben, thanks for having me. Yes, uh, plenty of time today after locker room, so... Uh... Could have probably gone at 3.30, but I didn't want to mess you guys up. All good. We're happy to have you. But here's here's where I want to start. Um, we oh and I, No, I mean, this is it's, it's less of a question <laughs> and more of a conversation right now because the figuring out Jordan Love being the most important part of this season um, is interesting because I am with you in the way that this team was set up heading into the season wasn't setting up Jordan Love for success. But you can only go off of what you see. But everyone wants to make excuses and say, well, they have this dead cap money from Rodgers, Bakhtiari isn't playing. Like, How do you think it's fair to evaluate Jordan Love despite all of those circumstances? Uh, I think it's important to consider how much youth he has around him and how uh, this game, different than the one that you excelled at as a basketball player, that's five on five, this is 11 on 11, there's things that factor in, especially for a quarterback who touches the ball every single play. Uh, There's things that other people screw up that factor into your success or failure. Certainly he deserves the scrutiny because that's what comes with playing the position, and no one would dispute that. But, you know, I think this is something that Tausch and I, you know, disagree on fairly frequently because I have been inclined to give both Jordan Love and Matt LaFleur uh, some grace because of the team that Goody has, has put together here and the the amount of youth they have offensively. And, and you know, Tausch is, I think, willing to give Jordan Love the benefit of the doubt uh, to a greater degree than he's willing to give Matt LaFleur the benefit of the doubt because – you know, Matt LaFleur is in his fifth year as head coach, but as Tausch points out, you know, this is Jordan Love's fourth year. He ain't a rookie. Uh, he is a fourth-year player, but I, I just think that they chose to build this team in a way that does not if, – if this conference didn't suck, if there weren't so many bad teams, um, they would have no prayer at being a playoff team this season. But instead, everybody's in the two to two and three, three and two – three and three realm and there's so much parody in the nfc that you know if they can get their act together there's still hope for them to even be a playoff team despite all the youthful mistakes they seem to make jason if if they are going to have hope to Norman, hey, you're what, there? i'm here how are you doing by the way you doing well good I'm good. Good, good to be. Buddy. Yeah, I miss you too. You guys know you can call each other on like long rides home. To yeah, and we do that sometimes. I can, I can text them. Yeah, <laughs> I, I yeah, I've done it once or twice. Uh, I am back though. Happy to be back. And, I'm, and I wonder if this gentleman is going to be back on Sunday. And if so, what is his? Where is he at as far as like one to a hundred? Aaron Jones. We know how important he is to the offense. And now it's coming out that last Saturday had the surprise tweak. I guess there's two Saturdays ago now. 
um, leading into the Raiders game. So just where are we at with Aaron Jones? Do you expect him on Sunday? And if he will be out there on Sunday, is he working at 80%? Where are we at with, with Aaron Jones and where he's at with uh, returning on Sunday? Great question. I'm going to answer it the same way Matt LaFleur did. We'll see. Oh, we got a lot of come on. Here we go. It's like an uh, out for him to and, and, like say we didn't give him the ball enough afterwards because he's not giving a full answer. Yeah, look, I, I, I think this. I think you know he planned a lot of his game plan. I mean, he's not going to admit this publicly, but I am convinced of this. I think he put together most of his game plan for Vegas during the course of the week to highlight Aaron Jones. I mean, I know we like to give him a hard time about uh, you know underutilizing Jones, et cetera. But the bottom line is, I think he planned on him getting the ball a hell of a lot. And then on Saturday, he tweaked his hamstring before the Monday game, and then they shut him down. And so I think Matt LaFleur's, uh, I don't want to say scared you know whatless, but I, I, think he's, I think he's taking a very cautious approach to, all right, how much can I really count on Aaron Jones until I see him in uniform on the field uh, and having been active for the game. I, I really think he felt, I don't want to say burned, because the, the injury was what the injury was. But, like, you put your game plan together, Brad, as you know, uh, for your punting plans during your NFL career. They, they put their plan together on Tuesday, and they start installing it on Wednesday. And for it to come up on Saturday, that suddenly now he wasn't going to have Jones, I, I think that it's his job to adjust. I'm not making excuses for him, and he did not do a good enough job. He deserves criticism for that. But I think he just wants to make sure that Jones is actually truly out there before he uh, says anything about how valuable he's going to be to them. Jason, are the pa- I mean, I've heard a lot of this Aaron Jones talk. Are the Packers really just an Aaron Jones away from being a playoff team or being a good football team? Is it that easy? Is it that simple? That's a scary thing to lean on. No, no, no but it's, it's, a, it's a little more nuanced than that, Kyle, because I would say they are Aaron Jones away from being 4-1 and one and still not being that good of a football team. Like going back to what I was saying about this conference, like – Show of hands, uh, although I'm not on video. Uh, do the Packers beat Atlanta if Aaron Jones plays? Jason, um, here's where there I want to go. go next. I'm sorry. I was just talking to Kyle in his ear uh, because we have these cool technology buttons that I don't think you have from your uh, your man Wait, cave. So, no one answered, so you guys just ignored my question? Well, the question happened while I was talking to them. So even Brad, I think, had to hear me talk to Kyle. What was the I question? Did. It was you were blanked Jeez. out right there for a minute. That's quite an operation you guys are running over there. Believe it, I believe it or not, it's pretty hands. smooth. Yeah, it sounds like it. Uh, show of hands: Do the Packers beat Atlanta if Aaron Jones plays? Yes or no? I'm raising my hand. You yeah. can see it on ESPN Milwaukee on YouTube. My hand is up as well. I, I, don't, I, I hate the the hypothetical game. It's like it's, it's come on, Judge Judy, raise your hands. <laughs> I, I, I hate it. I hate it when I ask a question and nobody answers because you're talking. <laughs> uh, uh, do they, do they beat the Raiders if Aaron Jones plays? Both hands in the air no. for me. Like my mm. point is, I, I think like they they were an interception in the end zone away from beating them without Aaron Jones. Right? They have the ball with a chance to go kick a game-winning field goal without Aaron Jones in Atlanta. My point is to Kyle's question, if if I can get this in, is that I don't think they're any better but they suddenly have a much better record and people are viewing them differently is my point. And, and I, I do think that that's the reality of the difference this season in the NFC. There's a bunch of really mediocre to bad teams 
and a couple of days or a, a one player can make that much of a difference in your record, even though the same shortcomings that your team has remain there. Yeah, I just think you could say the same thing about the missed field goal from uh, from the from the Saints. You can say the same thing about Daniel Carlson missing a couple field goals. It, it all kind of evens itself out um, from that standpoint. But John Runyon said the offense will have shades of the Dolphins moving forward. When the hell did Tyreek show up to 1265? Did we lose Jason? Maybe he's pulling a U on us. Yeah, did, 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 he, uh, did he mute <laughs> us? He'll be there. Muted us out. Jason, did you mute the phone? Please say yes so we're not the only one with a bad operation. Check, check. One, two. No, I, I think Jason. That's it. Jason, he's, Jason I see him it. on the line. It says he's on the air. I hope he's having a really insightful answer right now to himself. Uh, <laughs> but what I'll tell people is screaming Sicilian pizza is so screaming good. Uh, you can check out. In your local grocer's freezer, all the different type of screamings from the thin and crispy to the tavern style to the OG screamings and the two and a half feet of stuffed crust cheese in your stuffed crust pizza. I mean, I'm telling you, it's amazing to see the work that they're doing, especially in the local area of Wisconsin. They opened up a new uh, center to make pizzas, which is creating jobs for the local economy here in Wisconsin. That, that's why I love working with Palermo's and eating those delicious pizzas. Uh, the tavern style is more my after basketball, celebrate a nice win, make me feel like I'm, you know, 13 again after you know nice. Nice win playing with the young young guys, going and shooting hoops at the local bar that had that basket. You ever you ever go go to one of those? You guys, you know, you go to that bar that has uh, like the the hoop with the net where it comes the down. Papa shot? Not Papa shot. You've never like an actual basketball. Yeah, you've never seen like a, a no. bar with a hoop that actually has the basketball come back down to you. No. See, that's what I think of when I like I got that one place and I think of the pizza that I had there. That's the screaming Sicilian tavern style pizza that I know and love. Find your screaming pleasure in your local grocer's freezer. 800-990-3776. Again, 800-990-3776. I still want to figure out what the hell happened with Wildy. That was bizarre. I, I, It still shows him on the line. It was line. the ghost. It was the ghost. Yeah. Don't go there, Kyle. Well, we Don't know go you're there. scared of ghosts, so <laughs> we don't sure want to bring that up. Um, we'll have uh, you in Milwaukee and Beaver Dam in two minutes. Coming up next in Madison, you have Rutledge and Hamilton. What's more important for Sunday, getting a win or just seeing Jordan Love improve? That's next.